0: Create with France Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is episode 112 and this is France and I help people to find and create the life that they want by removing anxiety, procrastination, self-sabotage and emotional blocks that are in the way of their fulfillment. So what are we going to talk about today? Today, well, I'm going to tell you one of the Hidden causes of addictions and of perpetual chronic illness. You'll be surprised to know. So nowadays, and going straight to the topic as usual, it is quite common to be a little bit judgmental and see maybe somebody who is addicted to something. Could it be sugar? Could it be a drug? Could it be a medication? Whatever there is, addiction to work all the time. I don't know what's, you know how many addictions there are in the world but if you know somebody who is addicted it could be that we formulate the judgment in our mind and we think well that person is addicted because they're not strong because they don't have self-discipline or because they're not educated there could be lots and lots of reasons maybe because they are poor or maybe because they have bad friends and you know in some cases there are some issues that are kind of typically in addictions, however there is one case that a lot of people don't think about and that is when certain particular diseases happen to people who have suffered from trauma. So it could happen that uh, one of your friends you see is always smoking, they can't stop but want to stop drinking, it seems to be impossible, or they are permanently depressed but you can't really tell what's going on that would make them depressed Others might not be able to heal from asthma or diabetes or heart disease. They might have this cancer despite living a really good life. And you think why what is the reason why they are not getting better? They are trying their best, but it seems to be impossible for them. And if you look at the CDC, the Center Disease Control in Atlanta, in the States, they have noted that five of the 10 leading causes of death in the United States are associated with adverse childhood experiences. So we call this ACEs. And the CDC says that when we are exposed to a traumatic event, this will increase the risk of life challenges. For example, unemployment, not being able to pay for doctors. And this will have an impact on our mental health and our physical health in many, many ways. But also, a person that has lots and lots of ACE experiences, is going to have a lot more problem, feel less happy and feel less healthy and maybe desire less to be healthy because of this childhood trauma and because the person is not able to manage what happened and to regulate their own emotions because of a trauma. So it's not about being weak or about lacking self-discipline. It goes a lot deeper and this helps us to understand we should not be judgmental and just make assumptions that if a person is not able to stop an addiction, having tried pretty much everything, that is because they're just inherently weak. There could be something that is stuck in there, a block emotion, a stuck emotion or layers of emotions and they're causing this issue because something happened many years ago when they were younger, when they were children, and so that's important to realize even the CDC is talking about it and we talk a lot about mental health. So let's make sure we don't look at others thinking, yeah, this is a lost case, we can't do anything. Well, sometimes we really can if we can just get this trauma sorted out. The interesting thing was that the CDC report said that 63.9% of the adults that they they which is about 17,000, they experienced at least one ACE-like um, experience. So some kind of trauma. And 12% of them had been through four forms of childhood trauma. So just imagine how many people, if 60 plus percent of the population has had trauma, this means that we are growing up with two-thirds of the people around us having this problem, which might explain why we have so much addiction and chronic disease. It isn't just what we eat, what we don't eat, but why we're eating, why we're drinking, why. What is the motivation? It's important to go deeper. So there was a very famous tweet a couple of years ago from Lian, who is, I think is a psychiatrist, and she wrote, Your childhood is the reason why you are the way you are now. And, you know, she got a huge response. You can't find the tweet anymore, so good luck. But it's it's important to know that there are so many things we can do to help if we realize that something is really stuck, a behavior, a disease. And so changing our mindset, uh, learning how to love ourselves, having cognitive behavioral therapy, these are things that help to grow the confidence in ourselves, the love for ourselves and to prioritize getting the healing that has not happened when we were younger. At this point you might think, well, but no, I don't remember having any trauma. Yes, but the idea is a childhood trauma is just any type of traumatic experience that has affected you, that you felt it was important, it was leaving a mark. So it's the label you put on it, it's how you perceive it, it what it means to you, that shapes, how you view the world, and yourself and the map you make of life so two people can be having the same type of accident in the same period and place in classroom and whatever but they don't react in the same way so we when we unpack childhood trauma we want to see exactly what happened and, and and how we felt about ourselves what message we got like i'm not good enough or Nobody loves me. Look, this happened to me. It's my fault that my parents were hitting one another. It's my fault that a car ran over my sister when I was looking after her. Whatever belief we have built, that's a problem. It's not the trauma in itself. Of course, it was a terrible event, but sometimes it's just a very, very simple thing that can make us really make this deep conclusion after which we will base all our decision on that little conclusion. And that can mean the beginning of our addiction, or in some cases, some chronic disease that will not go away. There are many cases when the therapist talks to a person and they say, oh no, my childhood was fine. But when you go deeper you here, all sorts of stories of things that happened, bullying, teasing, being very, very embarrassed at school, having a parent that was extremely demanding or maybe they was hitting the children and they thought it was fine because it was part of the culture. So what is absolutely normal maybe in Africa is not normal in Spain. What is normal in Spain maybe is not being been, uh, seen as normal in the United States. So everyone has a different culture, but are things that are more accepted in some other cultures. You will be beaten up, you might be even killed thrown out of a house for very simple things that will never happen in our culture. So. You can't just expect all the people to be the same and the trauma will be different. And um, for example, Leanne, the psychiatrist, she was saying there was this African-American community where trauma is a, is a curse word. So you cannot say, oh, my parents did something and because of that I had trauma. Because, you know, it's this respect thing. You have to respect and so you can talk about this. And so it's important to speak up and to build yourself who you really are. Before the trauma you are a person and after the trauma you might feel a little bit shattered and that is a problem that can cause your physical or emotional issues. And One aspect you will notice is that a lot of people who have maybe some type of addiction or a chronic disease. They will not go away. Sometimes they are not able to set boundaries with other people. So they allow their friends to push them and push them to do something that is not good for them. Maybe to drink too much, to go into drugs, to do criminal activities or to just eat the stuff that they know is not good for them. Whatever there is, the boundaries can be of any sort. It doesn't matter what, how important it is for me. It's for that person they need something very specific. And, you know, it's important to reprogram ourselves. After we had an episode where we got really hurt inside and we felt, oh my gosh, you know, I feel this is really important. I remember this for years. We had to reprogram ourselves, set those clear boundaries and make sure we do not get into bad habits. And why? Because if we are healthy inside and outside, our health will stay well. But if we are not healthy inside, in our emotions eventually the body will pay the toll for this and this will show in all sort of um, dysfunctional parts of our organs that are not going the immune system is not going or even bad habits that might generate addiction so don't be judgmental of yourself be just curious ask yourself could it be I'm not that because something happened in the past and I don't know what it is exactly but I didn't realize how, how bad this was for me Have you seen, for example, people who had childhood trauma and they are just working day and night, 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. They don't want to deal with the problem. They just want to work, work, work. And this becomes a major public health problem because when your mental state is not well, your physical state is not going to be well. And what do you do after you work all these hours? You're going to go back and do what? You might be drinking, you might need medicine to sleep or to stay awake or to deal with your family. So it's important to make some changes after you've been to a therapist or whatever, to remember that your body is involved in this. It isn't just about talking about your mind, but seeing what your body is doing automatically, what we call the subconscious mind, You know, it's just a, the subconscious, is nothing weird, it's not a ghost, it's not a person, it's just the, the summing up of all your automated reactions and actions that we have all the time. What we do automatically without thinking, And these are born sometimes due to habit, but other times they are born to trauma and to our response to this event that was very unpleasant at the time. So what should we do when we start realizing, actually, what happened when I was younger, maybe 20 years ago, maybe when I was a child, doesn't have to be childhood, it has made something, you know, it's dented my confidence, dented my happiness. So the first step is to realize this happened and just accept that it ha- has happened is part of our past and is still triggering our behavior, our emotions. So look at all the things around you that are making you feel anxious. What is it that lead you into depression and makes you reach for that drink? What is it that makes you feel like I'm mm, not comfortable, I don't want to be in a crowd or I don't want to be near the water? What makes you really tick and be energetic and what makes you really angry? So all these little things, you look at them and just try to arrange and put them like in a category and understand where you need to put boundaries, what you need to do, and maybe how are you feeling about these past events? What was the conclusion that you made when they happened? Did you have a failed business? And after that you thought, well, I'm never ever going to start a business because I was terrible. I became bankrupt. Non, none of the customers were happy, this when you know, it's terrible, I can't do it. And maybe all you needed then was to understand a few marketing principles. Maybe you didn't understand business principles, but are you a complete failure? Do you have to speak like that in the way? And so the little stories that we tell ourselves have a huge importance in trauma. So it's important to realize this is your trauma, your event, is what happened to you, it is not what happened to other people, and the other people might have similar events, they just, yeah, no problem, they do done it again, they divorced three times, you are good, they had lots of car crashes so bike crashes, they're fine, they've been to war and back, they're absolutely fine, so why are you are not doing well, they're all fine, it doesn't matter, that doesn't make your story, so that is not valid anymore, it's so important to you, the story is there. The important thing is to do something about it and don't live as a victim because you have that story because everyone, 63% of people have a really bad story of trauma. So we are all pretty much in the same, how do you say that in the same bunch of people that have the problem? I can't remember that word, too bad. Now you might feel that you have a really important trauma, so you're never going to heal. You're always going to stay, you know, locked in your house, never go out, never meet people never get married and have children or never get a job it's Just gonna be on benefit on social security you just you're not safe outdoors and the thing is it is easy to feel overwhelmed that you cannot go out because you know after the war after being a fireman and seeing a tragedy after losing a child whatever happened you feel like oh I can never heal because you look at healing like a, a really huge mountain to climb but the thing is, healing isn't a one-day event, is it? It's, it's a it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. So my suggestion is to look at the small steps you can take one by one. After you accept it, you had a problem, and then finding a book, a course, an educator, a mentor, a therapist, a coach, whoever, a friend, God, a prayer, spiritual healing. Just choose your way of getting to that i'm not telling you how to do it just find something that will help you to pick what's going on focus on one of your most important issues maybe you have anxiety maybe you're always frightened of doing something maybe you are eating or drinking or taking substances that are not good for you maybe you're working to exhaustion and you're about to have a heart attack and you feel you're gonna have a stroke you feel these intense migraines stop pick what is the most pressing issue, focus on that, work on that with somebody to help you, to guide you, somebody that does not have that emotion that you have, and then as you work on every step and every part that is haunting you, that is weighing you, that is making you feel you're never going to work, eventually you're going to feel better, it's not going to take a day or a week, but you are one person and you need to give the grace to yourself, so you can have the space to grow and to learn and then as you do those small steps your mind will accept all right i'm getting better now i can do this i can do that i can go out 10 minutes a day the world is not gonna crash i can actually do that and nothing bad happens actually it feels quite good so something just as simple as going out for a walk in a park sometimes it's just so calming and so healing and lets you hear the little voice inside and understand what's going on there What do I need in this moment? The idea is that when you are not feeling well and you feel you're constantly sick or constantly needing something to suit you, there is something there and this something is important. That's why we end up with pornography addiction, with all sorts of really bad habits, gaming, whatever, when they are taken to the extreme, they can really destroy our life. So why are you trying to destroy yourself? listen to yourself, Give yourself that time to, instead of soothing in the wrong way, just listen and ponder and, you know, get your spiritual side out, maybe pray, maybe go to the yellow pages, to they still exist, and, and go there and seek for that help. And you will see that slowly, slowly, that vision of horror and pain, rejection, abuse, whatever it was, it will fade away. And there are, in therapy, several techniques you can use to get the trauma sorted out. First of all, it's not important and um, essential to do regression in hypnosis, in case you're asking that. So, some people do not like to do regression because the event is very traumatic. And so there are ways to go through, so you don't go through that. The important thing is to go through the feeling that you have about it. So you work on the feeling and the conclusions that you have made. You can also do content free sessions when you're never talking about a problem. You use only metaphors and you talk about other stuff and then in the end you're like I feel better because the therapist knows how to guide you. So it's taking you through subliminal messages and symbols that have a very good meaning for your brain but they're not talking to your logical mind. So don't worry about that. You are not gonna be re-traumatized if you have session, whether you're working with a hypnotherapist or psychotherapist or psychiatrist, whatever it is, there are lots of ways of working through trauma. And this, remember that the trauma sometimes gets really embedded in the body and it will have a reaction to the body. So it's important to make your body feel safe. And one of the big things is to learn how to breathe, learn to relax, and learn how to be present. A lot of people worry and are anxious and they take medicine for anxiety. They have not learned how to be in the present. They are either going through the past and seeing the list of what has gone wrong, or they're going through the future and making a list of what can possibly go wrong. But they're never in the, in the present. So they're fluctuating between the past and the future, but they're not there. So this is what the therapist can teach you. How to be present, how to be grateful, how to breathe. And the breathing part is so important and so powerful. Do you know that most people don't even know how to breathe better? I had to reteach myself how to breathe. We, we have this shallow breathing, etc. So, all these anxiety attacks, panic attacks, you can learn all this from scratch and apply it. And as you apply that, the body will see that your physiology is changing and then the mind will change. And as the mind changes, and will apply the changes to your physiology, so you will feel better. It'll be a lot easier to stop those addictions, to change your bad habits into good ones, to feel great about yourself, to stop worrying about going out of your house and just being able to reach people, to do activities, to get the job you wanted, to read the book you wanted, to take the course, and to change your life in ways that are impossible when you are still suffering from all this trauma that is blocking you, and make you live as if you are in a dark cloud. So, there is hope you can absolutely get better. So, this is it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it was helpful, please click like and share. And you can even write a review because, you know, if it was useful, you can even share it with a friend and say, you know, maybe France was talking about something that it's worth kind of delving into. So thank you for being with me and I hope you will have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Fran Sidney.